Hello and welcome to another episode of Hustler Daily. My name is Mitchell Gambin. As per usual, Jesse is here with me. You might be uh, noticing that we're one slim on the camera. We're fucking short. We're short one. And Gambo's pulled up with a sore hammy. So, he's come uh, up he's, short in the trial line. He's fucking about 10 out. He's getting, <laughs> he's getting physiotherapy as we speak on his torn hamstring. Should be reconnected next week and he should be walking fine. Hopefully, if it's not the whole ACL. <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not, he'll be fine. If it is, hopefully, fucking, we get him walking in three weeks. But Austin behind the camera, as per usual, making things work visually. Um, and yeah, we're, we're back for another week of facts, foolishness and fuckery. <laughs> when I said that the first time, I used a lot of H in fuckery. Fuckery? <laughs> like, <laughs> facts, foolishness and fuck. I can't say it like accident. I can't say it purposely. I can only I say it I don't know why I thought the H came after the F. Fuckery. You're like, fuckery. <laughs> Where's the H? You know, too many local jiddles at Graceland shops. I don't know what H you're talking about in fuckery. No, because you know how I say foolishness? Oh. That's like fuckery or something. I don't know, bro. All I know is that somehow it sounds like it. Like fact. Foolishness. Fact. Fuckery. But yeah, we're back. Um, another week. Fuck. Para. Parramatta, another week of football as well, to be uh, quite frank. Parramatta, you take the two points because they count towards the end, but... That's about all you get out of it, I think. I think moral, morally, where do you go from there? Like, Well, six, like it was a 16-0 loss in the second half. Mm. And what was it? 18-0, like we were up the first half. Mm. But I think it just goes to show that we don't have 80 minutes in us <laughs> at all. Yeah. And I don't know how, like, where that's like where we're lacking for that to come. But against the Bulldogs, who were literally 16th on the ladder, mm. and we couldn't hold our own in the second half, we we were lucky to get the two points to win by two points yeah, as yeah. well. Like it was just. I was watching it. The one thing I will say, like Paris' defense, it in the end is what saved them. Yeah, because they couldn't score to save. Like in the first half, it looked like they could have put on 40. The second half. I don't know what happened in the in the sheds, but like Moses went from being fucking ten out of ten in the first half to three out of ten. Gutho went nowhere. Like, well, like nowhere. bro, we're like, getting to the line. We just couldn't capitalize. There was nothing there. Like our attack just fell short. As you said, Moses went missing in the second half, mm. especially up against the line. And then that was it. Like no one's calling the plays. You've heard Brad Arthur call him out before, where he's literally said that Moses is the most vocal on the field. And that makes such a huge difference compared to when he's not on there. Mm. And I, I don't know, like he was on the field and fucking I still couldn't. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, where <laughs> are you, mate? <laughs> yesterday, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was yesterday. Um, I don't know what happened to him in that second half. And you would have thought he would have been, it couldn't be confidence because that first half would they be They smashed him. I thought confidence. they were going to go on 36, fucking 40. See you later. Mm. That's crazy, yeah. But going on to, uh, uh, I guess, good hustle for this week on that Who same tone. I got to start collectively, but we'll, we'll kind of break it down team uh, each team. But I think Bulldogs and Titans, they yeah. have to be like the teams down low. Mm. Those two probably have to be commended the most for their um, what's the fucking word for efforts, the way bro. Yeah. Like they, the way they handled themselves, especially like fuck Bulldogs don't look like a sixteenth fucking mm. side. If you didn't know anything and you just watched the last two weeks, <laughs> you're thinking Bulldogs are fighting for like tops. Top eight. Yeah, minimum. top ten even. Like, like just somewhere there. Like, they don't look world beaters. Like, you wouldn't mistake them for a fucking first. No. Nah. Like, coming first. But you'd look at them and think, they're, they've got to be in the hunt Bro, for Bro, they're below fucking spot. Broncos. <laughs> Any, Hell. Anyone below Broncos doesn't look... Like, what the fuck? Yeah, On paper, Broncos, you're sitting there and it's like, these... You're literally last behind a team that... I don't even know if they've won this season. So, how are you below <laughs> yeah. this team? Since quarantine came back, I honestly... Don't think they've won. I don't know if they have. Like no. they may have got one, one. One game. One game against the Bulldogs. Against the Bulldogs. There you go. So <laughs> when Bulldogs were struggling, I don't know why we're giving Bulldogs a rap, bro. <laughs> oh, look, fuck the Bulldogs. If it was if it was five to seven weeks ago, Bulldogs, I looked at them and fucking spat. <laughs> yeah, and I no. still in my head spit because I fucking hate the Bulldogs. But you got to give them credit. The last two weeks to get a win against the Knights, mm. amazing. Like fuck, I'm upset, but yeah. like the way they pulled that out. Like, you got to give them credit for that. And then they they would look at that. Like, they don't want to create a culture where they're happy with moral wins. Mm. But they would look at that as a small kind of win. 
Because they won that game, more, like, long-term, they won that game for their confidence, for everything. And then, did, have you seen the people coming out, and even the NRL were saying that they were going to investigate Marcus Sevo's forward pass mm. at the end of the game? I saw something about it. I didn't oh, look into it, but was that to throw it out? So Because it went so forward or something? Well, because it, what I read, it was a deliberate forward pass, and a deliberate forward pass is a penalty. So, yeah. like but he did. He threw that, yeah. Out. He threw so it the out. Same like, as I like, kicked. He wasn't throwing it to anyone. Like he was literally <laughs> the last player back, and he's just fucking thrown it that way. Like, Look. come on. I think that's picking like picking the rule book. Rule book too much. This is like the, the person that was a rule cuz. Who the fuck throws a deliberate <laughs> forward pass? <laughs> I didn't do that purposely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like sense. the person at work who goes by the books too much. Just relax. Yeah, it's all good. Relax, cunt. Fucking <laughs> like, on the chin and like you gotta on. you gotta look at the stuff with nuance. Yeah, but like, obviously. Who who was he trying to get that to? Fucking Brian Fletcher up in Brad the country. Brad Arthur's going to fucking hit up the line, cuz. Like, where's he coming from? Yeah, so I think stuff like that is just relax. Like, don't. Yeah, and I, but I don't even think it was coming wind. from the Bulldogs, like the actual team, because yeah. they sh- literally should have, like, hold your heads high. You fucking did well. Mm. You should have taken the win at the end of the day. Like, obviously, you don't get the two points. Fuck, the game means nothing at the end of it. But what you should take out of it is, fuck, the lesson, the experience, to know that you can contend with a top side. Mm. and fucking nearly get the win like oh yeah if you and put on that performance even, against the lowest teams like Broncos you could have flog them oh bro that second half performance I think they would have put 40 on Broncos oh easy like, t- like the way Broncos are playing right mm. now <laughs> like Parra was lucky he was 16 and not 42 oh, because it fucking could be that's that's why I gotta commend Parra's defence because that's mm. what allowed them to probably just hold on but um, you gotta also commend Bulldogs for not Making it like it may have been in the past, where it's like eighteen at half time, fifty two nil at full time. Yeah. Like they eighteen sixteen again is a moral victory, and I think back to back good performances from them. Well, yeah, they just need to keep going. Kieran Foran looking half decent. Well, like, was this his second game back now or third? Yeah, I think he got injured against. He came back after quarantine. Yeah, because he they they thought he might be out for extended time, but he he managed to rehab it throughout quarantine, and he was back. And then he injured his toe. Maybe the game against Knights, uh, before Knights, and they thought he was going to be out again, and then he miraculously came back. Fucking hell! But yeah, he's it. He's injury prone. Yeah, like if he can stay on the field, he's a good experience half to have. But mm. if he can't, fuck! I was surprised he actually did come back. Mm. You think after the amount of time he's been out for and the amount of different stints he's had, like, good on him for fucking sticking to it. Mm. But, uh, like, from a club perspective, it's a fucking flight risk. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think it's mental more than anything. Mm. Like, getting back from those injuries every time. Yeah. Because that's what I think. Like, when you're younger, you just think they fucking guaranteed to come back. Mm. Like, you just watch sports and you're like, oh, he got injured, he's guaranteed to come back. But as you're older and you look at sports as a bit more holistic, like these are fucking human beings, mm. like you can understand why some people medically retire in that. Yeah. Because they get so they get injured so many times. Like you, you'd forgive Kieran Foran for giving it up. Because he's just had to come back year after year after year after year, mm. and go from someone who played in the grand final in 2011 with Manly to someone who's lucky to get in the first grade squad because of the fact that he's pretty much injured all the time and always rehabbing. Mm. And like, as you said, on the mental toll state, like imagine being almost a marquee player in the team mm. and, you know, you're not there. So the mental state of the other boys at the club are always yeah. like, fuck, we've got to pick it up again, like pick it up again. But it gets to a point where everyone would just get fucking exhausted. Oh, they would. It'd be, yeah, mentally exhausting because Kieran Foran, I don't know now as much as back when when, mm. he, when he was a bit more prominent like he'd be that type of player that you look you have him on your team and yet it comforts you in a sense because you what know you, you got a leader fuck <laughs> like, I thought that was the best thing that happened to Parra since fucking Sandow yeah. fucking the exact same story with Sandow literally gone. bro Sandow oh my god I forgot that guy even existed <laughs> yeah remember wow. Sandow gun he was like at, the most the sporadic player ever like You'd, he'd do the most amazing things and then you wouldn't hear of him for another six weeks. We didn't hear of him at Parra, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he, especially the shoulder charge going, I think Chris Sander. But yeah, um, also on the good hustle, I think the Titans, again, 
moral victory. Obviously lost 18-12, but mm. to only lose 18-12 to the Chooks. Like, who are a team who can pile it on. They're, Granted, like, Roosters, you can go through the injury list and have a fucking alphabet. Mm. But, like... <laughs> That's it. Like, they had so many people missing, but at the same time, it's the Roosters. So they always... Like, they probably would have, even with that many people missing, would have gone close to beating Melbourne. So, like, for the Titans to come up against the Roosters... Mm. And be like eighteen, twelve, moral victory, well, especially for the way they held it out. Well, again, it's the mental thing going into it. Like we're, you know, we haven't won a game in how long as well, and we're only just starting to find some footing. And here mm. we are coming up against the top one or two teams again. And you'd, I don't know, like from my perspective, you'd walk in there expecting to get your fucking ass oh, to yeah, look, <laughs> Like realistically, yeah, you, you would be hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Yeah, like guys, I'm fucking. I've prepared the cab home like, <laughs> half time already. You know, like that's I feel the mentality to go in there with. But I've already prepared a fucking hamstring um, cramp halfway through yeah, so I'm, I can get in the showers. The paramedics when it's out forty four <laughs> But no, definitely, I think they went out and they fucking showed. Obviously, they're there to play, but. Mm. I don't know, I don't really like the Titans that at all, to be honest. I don't, I don't, like there's, they're one of those teams, you don't really care about them. Yeah, like good Like whether you're doing good or bad, it's just like, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's always sad to see a team just, like, it's funny. the Broncos, I'm fucking, Like I'm so happy. (laughs) Like I had one moment when I looked and I was like, fuck. Like, I felt more for the players, but for the club, bro. Oh, fuck for that you, public fucking wanker shareholder club, <laughs> fuck off. Oh no, what the fuck is the only public company? Fuck you, alright? Like, you, you deserve... <laughs> Sellouts. <laughs> Honestly, because you didn't even stay out. true to the game. You just made your club a fucking public listed company. Like, who are you? Like, who invests in the Brisbane Broncos? <laughs> like, not me, guys. <laughs> probably Ben Iken. Fucking, <laughs> I think Andrew Seawold's fucking pulling him out. Oh, bro, their shareholders don't want him there. Fuck. I think they would be having a shareholders meeting. That's say, probably the only reason he's still there, because he's got fucking half the shares. <laughs> half that money, cuz. He's on like five million over five years. I think he's into like his second or maybe just started his third year. Who? So he was at Rabbits before, yeah? Yes. Is that right? Because him like and Bennett year, just fucking swapped. Yeah, they straight swapped. They were going to do it like I think I was meant to kick off in 2019. Mm. But they signed it. No, it was meant to kick off in 2020, but they signed it in 2018 to kick off 2020. And then over the 2018 off-season, they're just like, fuck it, like, let's just swap. Because, like, again, something that's stupid in the NRL, why sign for a team or a, as a coach mm. for somewhere else for another year before that other season's already started? A one-year stint, what the fuck does that mean as a coach, Cubs? Mm. Like, that's normally a loan thing, you know? A player goes one-year loan, see if they develop, come back in the first squad. Mm. But from a coach perspective, it's like, are you just wasting our time, or are you wasting wasting yeah. your own as well? Like, because like you can't even you can't even plan for the future. Well, that's <laughs> it. Like, you as soon as you start to get a bit comfortable, and the team would start to get the vibe of the coach, he's like, fucking gone. Bro, I gotta go. <laughs> See you, mate. Enjoy your night. Like, and Seabold, I think it was like an assistant coach at Rabbits, but oh, that's what that's the point I was going, to. getting to. Who the fuck is he? Yeah. <laughs> like, like he came from nowhere assistant coach whatever done one year at South did good with a team mm. that Michael Maguire pretty much cultivated and then bounced off to his dream job in Brisbane and mm. obviously it's not not all roses for him well fuck Boyd if you're listening to this cuz get off the field retire bro like you it's probably best for you to retire you were, you were a gun player but oh. you're not anymore look I wouldn't even pick him in uh, over 30s origin at this point. <laughs> like, I'll tell you why he's not in my rugby 08 team. <laughs> I'm not putting him in, trust me. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's fell off the face. I think the quicker he retires, he's, like, the better. Because mm. he's an example of, like, holding on too long. Like, good yeah. on you. I get footies and anything you know in a sense. But it's time to move on. Yeah, you're not even a Benji Marshall reputation. at this point, bro. Like, I don't know who you, I could oh, even compare yeah. you to. Like, he's just, yeah, overstays welcome, unfortunately. Because Benji Marshall is another one. Where, if he keeps playing, he could become that. But right yeah. now, fuck. Like, this will put the Benji in a in yeah. a starting seventeen happily. Well, I think like half the reason the like the Tigers are turning around, sorry, is because of him like, mm. and his experience. Oh, 100%. Josh Reynolds obviously coming back into the team, but mm. I just reckon, yeah, yeah, like having him just to kind of. Bro, what about Papineau's and putting fucking Kalen Ponga on ice skates? <laughs> Holy shit, bro, Pap. 
I can't get over that. He's just he's going to. I didn't expect that level. from him to be honest. Like I knew he had like that sort of skills, but coming up, I've, in my eyes, I'd probably say Callum Pong is probably up there in terms of the top most agile players. Mm. And he looked like he's fucking had cement <laughs> shoes on, cuz. That's it. Well, that's the second time he's shown up. Um, <laughs> shown up, Ponga. Because when they versed earlier in the year, Ponga did his like trademark step, got through, and mm. then got to Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen just floor like literally like just again dropped him a fucking some like a brick wall <laughs> yeah. just like, put him on his bum. So now he's just he showed he's a bit he he can put a hit on him and now he's just fucking absolutely blitz past him. I think Pappenhausen best thing he could have done was leave the Tigers. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's been just. He's just filled the shoes there, like of Billy Slater, so nicely. Yeah, it's so crazy, eh? Like, you don't even think, like, fuck, they didn't have any downtime between... No, between a shit fullback. Like Slater between... and Pat. Like, who'd you have before that? I think they had Jerome Hughes for, like, six... Like, they, they were pushing between a few different players. But mm. then Pappenhausen just took it. Like, he started off the bench for a bit, but then he just... Like, now it's his. His to lose. And you'd have 100%. to do a lot to fucking lose that spot. Like... Mm. But what about for Bad Hustle? Fuck Parramatta. Fuck Parramatta. That just shit me. I'll just have to bring it up again. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm fucking distraught. Look, if you're a Parra fan, I think Brad Arthur said it as well. Like, did they even want to sing the song? Like, he looked at him because he could just tell they were disappointed after that game. Yeah. Regardless of the fact they won. And they're like, do you ever want to sing the song? And apparently, like, a lot of them didn't. Really? Just because it didn't feel like a win to them. Yeah. They like, what, just... Because that second half. They've given it or something. Because typically you don't sing the song if you lose. Mm. So they just all felt like they'd lost. Fucking because up. it was such a well, ordinary second, second like half. Like for the 40 minutes you were losing. Like, yeah, like in that, that second 40. half. Yeah. So you were... Yeah. Except for the defence, as you said. Well, that's been there. That's been what's got them out of a lot of sticky situations is their defence. Like they can hold Newcastle to four and... Mm. Like, all these different teams, they can have battles with them, whether it's for 60 to 80 minutes. Yeah. Like, they can hold teams. Like, the Paro used to be a team, you guarantee they can get a... They're going to lose at least four or five games by 40-plus a mm. season. Oh. <laughs> and now they're not even getting 40 on them. Like, 30 is even rare to see Paro get put on. 20 is even becoming rare. So... Well, defence wins games, and it did there. Mm, but... 100%. If they didn't have that, especially that uh, bit of that onslaught, Mm. Um, that Bulldogs were doing early in the second half when they just kept scoring. Yeah. Like, there could have been a few more tries there. 100%. And they got lucky a few times with some of the calls, I feel like. A couple penalties and even just mm. set restarts that just get, got Para back in the game. Like, gave them a chance to just fucking recover and regather the fucking their thoughts. Mm. But, yeah, I was just absolutely fucking devastated, to be honest. And another bad hustle. I've got to say it as well, Newcastle. I don't know. Like, I get it. We lost to Melbourne by 10. It's not that bad. Mm. But when you're meant to be a top four team among the likes of Melbourne. Yeah. Like. Well, they're the team that you guys can't beat, it feels, most of the time. Like, you've always, you've been doing so well recently against, like, the lower squads. And even everyone below the top two. Like, but it comes to even um, the Roosters. And it's like that same mentality. Like, you just. I think I just, yeah, there's. I think it's just the... I don't think they've created the culture where they feel like they belong there yet. Yeah. So, like, they're versus, like, in Melbourne, it's like, in their head, they've already lost. So, it's like, if we lose by 10, heck. Mm. And that's how you feel watching it. Like, mm. you you see the um, Knights and Melbourne coming up, and it's like, dead set. Knights aren't going to win this. Like, yeah. night, there's no contest here tonight. You just assume that Melbourne's going to win it. Cam Smith got a fucking other try. Yeah, that was rare. I think you got what? That's his forty third or something, or sixty third, something like that in like four hundred and twenty odd fucking games. So I, I can't even remember who it was. Someone just turned back on the inside and gave it to Cameron. He's nearly got tackled. The old bloke. He's fucking nearly pulled up short with a hammy like Gumbin, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got over the line. But I was surprised. Like, good on him. He like he's Darius Boyd. Take night. Yeah, right. you age gracefully. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, fucking turn up, do your job. That's all it is. And oh, that's what he it. does week in. That's why he's still playing. It's like, mm. it's not fucking hard. There's no <laughs> secrets here, bro. Just do your job. Just do what like, you need to do and fuck off. Stop trying to be, um, what's the word? Like, stop trying to, like, I think there's different ways of 
like say like Cam Smith. I think the way he started, because he's always just been that organizer, that kind of non-athletic. Let me not get try and not get tackled. Mm. Just do something strategically and yeah. make it look so simple. I think he is in a position where he can age a lot graceful, uh, a lot more graceful. Yeah, because he has a game that suits an old man. Hundred percent. It's like Mick Ennis. It reminds me of like mm. Mick Ennis's role. He wasn't a like much of a superstar player in terms of his own ability, but the, his Just ability like, to get in their head yeah. and like fuck with their mental game meant that he was an origin player. Mm. And that's what Cam Smith is. Like, he's... Everyone assumes he's always in the ref's pocket and all this shit. And that's what he fucking convinces you that he is. Well, that's what I think it does. Because as a person who... Like, as a person who plays sports, Mm. it's like, you know that talking, 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 eventually it's going to get in that ref's head. 100%. Whether they know it or not. It could be subconscious. Like, they know, like, Cam Smith is playing. I better be on my A game. Mm. Like, he's going to fucking argue everything. And they know he's so persistent. So they're probably like overthinking it and then all these little things that happen in Melbourne they're probably extra sensitive to give him a penalty or a set restart or something like that and at the end of the day he's not doing anything illegal it's, it, he's playing the it game it takes a lot of fucking effort to talk all game oh bro imagine complaining about every single call like and that's literally what he like, does I would get annoyed at myself like I'd just be like cuz like just shut the fuck up yeah like I can't like, believe that's it is and now it. you're fucking trying to complain and then like he just keeps doing it so at the end of the day like Fuck, I hate, I hate him because he's not on Knights or, or on Blues. New South Wales. Yeah. <laughs> but I can understand the fact that he's beloved because, fuck, if you have him on his team, mm. like I've never experienced, maybe kangaroos, but at the same time, like kangaroos, you know you've got to win by 40. That's what I mean. Because like, it's like, like, fair enough if it was like Rugby World Cup where like we're underdogs, but because Rugby League World Cup, you don't even view like, you just know Australia's going to win it most of the time. Like, I, you wouldn't even have to watch. It's the same thing. Like, <laughs> as of recent, it's got a bit more competitive. But yeah. like when Cam Smith was at the top of his game and playing in Australia, like remember when New Zealand won that one and it was like a shock Massive to the world. upset. Mm. Yeah. So like... The Kangaroos have a mad really... team, but fuck. Oh, yeah. I don't think... Like Couldn't tell you who's in there to... now, but yeah, I remember it's... like the team when it was like Daily Cherry Evans, fucking Blake Ferguson was in there, Cam Smith, um, fuck. Cooper Cronk. Yeah, yeah, like just the superstars. Billy Slater. Billy Slater, <laughs> like. Pretty much all. Who, who was the number six for a while? Cherry Evans? Cherry Evans would have played six, I think. Thurston was there as well. Thurston. Fucking, how did we forget him, mate? Fucking Thurston. <laughs> and then he just got a forward pack from fucking hell. <laughs> like, the forward pack would have just, oh. that was just big boys. Um, but yeah, what a, what's Clemmer, another? Isn't Clemmer in the fucking kangaroos? He would be. I think he is. Yeah, he would. Be. He'd have to be. He's one of the best props in the game. Another Who bad hustle, playing? but Vic. What the fuck is Victoria. going on in Victoria, cuz? Especially in Melbourne. I think you were saying that before affair, like, the regional areas aren't really going as intensely into stage four, but it's Melbourne, mm. they reckon. The city, like, well, you've seen it all over the news and, like, these Karens that they're calling them. <laughs> walking into shops and abusing people at Bunnings and everything for not wearing or like for being forced to wear masks and if you don't want to go in bro don't like if you don't want to follow the rules just Mm. don't go in at the end of the day like you're living in it do what you got to do like it's not going to go away tomorrow because you fucking Mm. decided not to wear a mask and the whole world's going to realise that it's not there or something like Mm. there's restrictions that have been put in place for fucking four weeks and I think they're looking at six weeks like for a review so Get on Especially with the intensity. Like, it didn't even get that bad in New South Wales at the worst point. Like, mm. they're getting as high as, like, 750 a day. Yeah. Well, and I think, like, recently it was, like, 450, which is a bit of good news. But at the same time, that's a fucking lot. Yeah, well, like, say, regional Victoria's gone to stage three restrictions. Um, so, I think, in compared to what they were, that's a drop, like, in their mm. overall restrictions. But, the like, Melbourne CBD has gone to stage four. And what they've done now, you can't drive more than five kilometers from your own home. Fuck. Um, and mandatory mask wearing. And I'm trying to think what the border restriction was. I can't think of it off the top of my head, to be honest. Mm. But yeah, like the restrictions down there are crazy in comparison to what's going on everywhere else. Yeah. It feels like we're not even restricted anymore. No. Well, you know, WA is not, WA isn't letting anyone across their border without a literal like fucking written exception letter. Like, I need to be here. Yeah, like, I've, it's an emergency or whatever it is, but... How are they faring? 
I don't know, guys. <laughs> I assume they'd be alright because you don't hear. But like, when do you ever hear fucking anything from WA? What even is there? <laughs> I, honestly, <laughs> except Perth. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I mean. Like, and it's the biggest part of Australia, isn't it? Yeah, like they've got the whole fucking western stuff. seaboard to themselves. <laughs> And they don't make any noise. They don't do anything. Like, all I know, the only reason I know that exists is because of the fucking BBL. Because, like, there's, there's the games at, like, Perth in cricket. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I know it's there because it's mining. It's <laughs> <laughs> the BBL the from fuck fucking it. WA. Bro, mining is the only reason, like, Perth is... Uh, Western Australia is the only reason that ice gets imported into Australia. These miners jump on ice, and I'm telling you, they do 72-hour shifts, bro. Because imagine they're going down the shaft fucking with a shaft. <laughs> You're on a 66-hour bender, and you're just trying to That's fucking mine. But isn't, like, um, all, like, alcohol, everything banned? In WA or alcohol. Like, I mean, you're, you're, within mining. those, like, mining communities, I'm pretty sure. Like, they have curfews yeah, and yeah. everything, I think. What do you mean? Oh, like, as a miner. Yeah, because oh, like, I think you go for, like, four weeks. Isn't it, like, a... a Four weeks you work seven days a week and then you get a week off or something like that. Yeah, and like they have like special literal accommodation. So like everyone that works for that same company or at that same compound, mm. whatever it is, stays in this same place. And it's just a fucking sesh place. I was going to say, I can't see that getting any, any, anything <laughs> other than just alcohol, like drugs. Like, Bro. How would it not? You, like, think of what the boys get up to on a standard weekend. Imagine going away for four weeks, bro. And a lot of these guys, like, if they're not boys when they start, you become. Like, you're working with people seven days a week for four weeks, away from your family. Oh, they're probably all boys. Be. Yeah, you'd want to be. And... Well, like, it, it'd almost be like a family, and then... But it just fucking... I don't know, I feel everyone would just buy into the culture, and... Because I don't think you'd have much of a choice. You'd have to, because fuck you. Well, your boss is doing that. You're getting yeah. a sack if you're not smoking that <laughs> shit. Like, Get on. <laughs> like, you will take this and you will smoke it. Because if you don't, you're getting on the you're next getting... plane home. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, okay. No pay packet too. You're not getting fucking... Touch me arm, buddy. All right. <laughs> and then they get like a week off. So that would just be non-stop fuckery. Like, oh. I reckon they would be off their nutter for a week. Bro. Like, how many hours do you reckon miners get a... Get that week, I, I thought you were going to say get him sleep. That's what I... Did I not say sleep? Oh, no, you just went... <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, shit. The rest of the world I thought I off, said bro. it. Fuck. Sorry, boys, but 4G's shit house. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> buffering. Buffering, <laughs> <laughs> right. What was I saying? Um, how much hours of... How many hours of sleep you reckon miners get on that, like, week, two weeks off? I don't know, man, because I know, like, a lot of them come back to be with their families. Like, my, I had a cousin that used to work over there. Not like full hardcore, but he worked the big diggers, like not down the shafts. But he got like he was <laughs> the whole the... thing you just said. He worked with the big dickers, like not down the shaft. Oh no, the big he diggers. He just put the tip in. Digger. <laughs> <laughs> he just used to fucking tip the in. <laughs> but um, yeah, he like he used to go over there, and when he come back, it was just all about family. So mm. like that week, it, the kids would be at school and shit, and he like he ended up leaving because it was just a fucking shit lifestyle. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't suited to what he was looking for. I oh, guess, look. but. The money, he said, used to be amazing. And that was the biggest incentive at the time to go because of whatever was going on. Mm. But I just feel, yeah, like... Long term. Fuck, the money you're getting over there and you're seeing it literally drop in your bank, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because aren't they on like 150 to 200? Minimum. And that's that's if it's fucking... Fucking minimum. <laughs> that's a fucking tight-ass company. Like, imagine that, that uh, weekly pay packet coming in and you just fucking... Like... You can't blame them for getting on the bags. It's just fucking... They've got disposable income. Oh, they, they don't even have to pay for accommodation. <laughs> they're on a free holiday, they working get holiday. Location, like, wherever they want to go, they've probably got, like, cars and shit. Yeah, like, I, I never pay... asked about, like, food and all that, but I know, yeah, for sure, they're getting fucking money. Like, all they're paying is probably, like, for their whatever they do extracurricular. But they have buses that go to and from the compounds as well. Oh, yeah. So, like, they don't even... Because they just fly in, so... Mm, so that's fucked. Hey guys, uh, very comfortable here in my um, love seat. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, website, shop, shop, as uh, Jesse gratefully, if that's a word, that if I've used that right, point it out, check it out. I loved you so much. 
Okay, we're back. Um, Jesse was overheating, so he uh, had to get the Westpac... <laughs> the Westpac chopper. The <laughs> Westpac chopper to pour water on him. How you feeling? Fucking refreshed. Refreshed? Yeah, not thirsty To say anymore. the least. Oh, at least refreshed. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we had a few good hustles, bad hustles. I think now we talk a bit uh, our world. Mm. What's been happening with you? What's Bro, the last week look like? Not a lot. Went fucking Jeringong for the weekend, which was nice. Um, just went for a mate's birthday and shit, but no, it was a nice area. I've never actually been down there. Apparently Mick Cronin, old Parramatta player, owns one of the pubs there. Oh, yeah. Didn't make it to the pub. <laughs> so if you did, it would have been um, at a, an hour that you can't remember. Mick Cronin would have been coming to our pub. <laughs> <laughs> you would have come in with Mick Cronin on your shoulders. Imagine that, I just got him on the back of a fucking vest with the... <laughs> He'd probably be Mick. down for a fucking um, beer or two as well. A hundred percent. Like those old rugby league players. He would have players. bought a keg. Oh, easy. Imagine that. He would have... I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I went down there. Just, Where's Jerry going? It's, it's like 20 minutes past Wollongong. So like right on the beach and everything. Mad mm, views. But, yeah, that was really it there. And then, um, fuck, been playing a bit of COD. Fuck, that's about to finish up. There's a new one coming out soon. They've just announced it. It's called um, Call of Duty Cold War. So it's made by uh, Activision. So the current one, Modern Warfare's Infinity Ward. So they've made like Modern Warfare 1, 2, 3. Activision's the one who look after Black Ops, isn't it? Yeah, so this is a Black Ops like old Rendition. style throwback. Yeah, Cold War. Please have fucking Kena De Tozen on it. I've, I'm the hoping they'll way. do zombies, surely. That's the only way I'm downloading that. Bro, I love reason... multiplayer. It's fun. Mm. But zombies is, for me personally... The best. 100%. Like, I used to... I love Warzone right now. Like, Warzone's hectic. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of multiplayer. But, yeah. Zombies? Fuck me. I liked it. Dirt Rise. Oh. oh, yeah. I remember Dirt Rise. With the teleporters? Yeah, yeah. Dirt Rise. Can I do mm. I guess, um, what's the one... Like, Black Ops 2 or whatever, where you're in... Shino? You're in those space... Shino Numa? No. Or Moon? Moon. Moon's alright. Ascension as well. Yeah. Like they were interesting, okay. but the OG ones were the fucking Kino, best. Bro. What do you reckon over there, Austin? Um, Kino did Tatum, surely. I'm obsessed with zombies. I did that like storyline religiously. Oh, yeah? Did all the Easter eggs yeah, and that? I did that religiously. I've just actually repurchased Black Ops 4. Yeah. To start playing zombies again. Because that has the whole collection on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you yeah. can get the whole zombies pass. There's like, pass there's like 20 zombie maps now, bro. Wait, so that means you can get Kino on Black Ops 4? Wow. Is it the same thing? Yep. So like, I just so think the modern modern guns. Same guns? Yep. Wow. Fuck me. Might have to get Black Ops 4 and get this Thunder Gun pumping. <laughs> get this no. fucking Thunder Gun pumping, bro. Oh my god, and the Wonder Waffle. Oh mate. What a fucking gun. But um yeah, Cold War was leaked on a like a chip packet. Like the one of the promos that it was running, so it's like purchase this thing for your chance to win something related to Call of Duty Cold War and yeah it was just fucking leaked to the public like last week so that's on its way other than that bro it's not really fucking much Ghost of Tsushima that just came out that looks pretty hectic I need to go pick it up so so it's a story you're a samurai in Japan and like basically you go through I have no clue what the actual story is but Mm -hmm. I think someone in your family dies and it's about defending the family's honour Hmm. But it's one like game of the year already. It's been out for like oh, a wow. week. So. Holy fuck! Yeah, but when they say game of the year, is that like literally twenty twenty? Game of twenty twenty. Or is it like is there like a financial year for fucking? Games no, I think like oh, I guess up until they announce it. But normally it's twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, so like oh. there, there can be a, a couple of games that'll get game of the year. Like normally there's one on each console, or and then like a cross console game of the year. So there's different awards, but yeah, they reckon that this one's probably won it for I think it's the 2020 yeah I yeah, mean like yeah. overall cause what are you what are you doing that in so it's like an open world sandbox like a imagine Assassin's Creed but like old Japan oh, okay. so like ancient history Japan sort of yeah, style yeah. so apparently it goes off but I haven't yeah I haven't I watched a bit of gameplay it's like sword fighting and that sort of old shit hmm. yeah it looks fucking mad not bad yeah not bad what's been going on with you bro Nah, not much, man. Fucking just been grinding away. Awesome. Uh, we're fucking 30 minutes in, but I thought I'd we'd talk about this. We got this bad boy. How mad Three is of it? them. So uh, in the future, you'll be seeing us with uh, 
a few more a few more the mixer in one one for me one for you one for mr sean gambin yep and um coffee table yeah, getting a bit getting a bit more fresh out here just fucking setting the scene for you lovely viewers out there that's it again the audio crisp um other than that fuck me no nothing so much going working. on bro like quarantine's still even though everyone reckons it's lifted it really hasn't well the annoying thing for me i go gym yeah mm. they've now made it 6 a.m to 10 p.m monday to thursday 6 a.m to 8 p.m monday to uh friday sorry 9 till 5 on saturday and mm. 10 till 2 on sunday 10 till 2 yeah. so like you literally they, have a four-hour window, window when you that can you train. can go gym what so, gym is this? So obviously it's not, it can't be it's fucking any time. No, no, it's plus fitness. Even yeah. any time's gone less. Really? Because the restrictions are you can only go gym when it's staffed. So usually it's staffed a shit ton less. Yeah, yeah. But now they've added like a COVID-19 safety marshal who's there in those hours. Like a plus. Mm. At plus. I know a few people who go any time who... Same thing. I think it's like 5 a.m. till 10 p.m. or something. Yeah, well. Or 11 p.m for any time which is a bit better because that's like mm. 5 a.m makes such a difference in 6 a.m 100 because sometimes you need to get up and go at like let's even say 5 30 it just makes a difference getting there at 5 30 compared to 6 getting that day started early getting the mm. mind ticking so that's been that 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 because can we sue any time for not being any time you should be able like to. is that now misleading so i well, think we have a court case here there should be a court case because it should just be called fitness for the time being. <laughs> time fitness. Like, yeah. like time, time. Some, sometimes fitness. It. Any uh, any time fitness to timed fitness. <laughs> T i m e d. Because yeah, like that. That was their whole thing when they first came out. here was that it was a gym at, that you could go to at any hours. And well, that, that was, was yeah. Wasn't that like the OG fucking twenty four seven movement? Well, anytime? I thought so. Yeah, and that was literally the biggest um, point of difference that they offered as a business. <laughs> in comparison to every other gym so like now I'm sitting here going why would I fucking sign up to a gym when you're literally limited in the hours that you can go and like I'd prefer to go either late at night or early mm. as fuck in the morning mm. just for the fact like just for the fact of getting convenient. up and getting it done like, yeah, that's also yeah like I love those early morning walk like that feeling mm. after you work out in the morning you just feel ready for the day like you feel like you should eat good first goal achieve like mm. all that jazz it's like making your bed Hundred percent. Once you do do that first goal, it just sets the tone. So <coughs> that's annoying, and that like got swept under the rug because I, I if I didn't get a text from the gym, I didn't get a text saying that. I would have no idea. Fucking hell! It's so weird because you signed up anytime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sold. Because you probably you got it anytime soon. you're gone. <laughs> yeah, you're done. <laughs> I think we have anytime fitness following us on um, anytime fitness Wenty. Following us on oh, Hustler as well, so well, you about to hear we're gonna you. cut this clip out and fucking <laughs> tag you. You about to hear <laughs> Send this a fucking rough. CC to every other um, anytime fitness in your fucking quarantine. What? Is, bro, I don't know what I'm saying. All right, fucking where? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I've had a long day. All right. However, um, yeah. So just been doing that, trying to go to the gym now when I fucking can because mm. that kicked in on Saturday. So like. Oh, that's just reminded me of um, what I was going to say about Victoria as well. The other, um, like, restriction that they have on them is that they're only allowed one hour of exercise a day. Fucking hell. So, like, that's a pretty big imposition to put on fucking the people of Melbourne. Saying you literally can't leave your house for exercise for more than one hour a day. Like, you want to go to the walk for, like, to the beach for a walk or even walk the dog. If it exceeds an hour, you're going to prison. Holy fuck, <laughs> you're going to fucking prison. I don't know if it's prison, but it's like, you're getting fined. Yeah. It. And like, I don't know, maybe an escort home. Yeah. But but the thing is, how do you police that? Well, that's what they're saying. And like a 8, 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. I heard that. I didn't know the times, but fuck, Yeah, that's 8 p.m. to 5, like that's... 8 p.m.'s crazy. Some people don't finish work, like... Say with kids, obviously there's not much sport going on, but you know what I mean? Like people have regular lifestyles mm. that they have to work around and now you've just cut them off and said, boom, that's it. You can't <laughs> even leave your house during these times. If you have a late night craving, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like no more, no more Uber Eats at 11pm. Mm. But I mean, I get it. Like obviously it's yeah. for a good cause. Like COVID needs to fuck off. But at the same time, that's a, I don't know. It seems like a bit more of a human rights sort of mm. thing. Because like, 
That's what that's what the whole thing's been. Like these Karens are obviously mm. fucking taken at one extreme. These people who are over like overstressed about it and being so pedantic are taking yeah. it to the other extreme. But it's like where do you find that balance of like human rights and protecting human the world safety? As well. Yeah. Because like there's some things you can implement and people will be like, Yeah, that doesn't affect me in sense or like people will be like, Yeah, I can do that easily like mm. like Jim, like Gym only being open six till ten, it's like, all right, I can work around that. But once you start going one hour exercise a day, can't leave after eight PM, can't leave before five AM, like it's a conversation that you gotta kinda of think like can like can where do you legal? draw the line? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're not saying like slandering fucking masks and shit. Yeah, yeah. Wear a mask. Like it's mandatory, do it. But when it comes to the curfew it's just sort of I don't know. It just feels like a bit of a different ball game because it's actually your daily lifestyle that you now have to change. Mm. And as I said, it's all for the better of humanity and whatever, but just, it raises the question. Yeah. Like, it's like, just do it, but do it, but question. also question it. Yeah. Like, like 8 p.m. till 5 a.m. not being I able do to leave certain things. I think wear a mask. I'm not 100%. Like, I think wear a mask just for the time being, but I'm not personally 100% convinced on the fucking no, efficiency of the mask. No, neither am I. I think it gives a false protection. Mm. And also, if the mask is here, all right, COVID sits on that, and then let's say you talk, yeah. has enough fucking sound wave frequencies to push that COVID <laughs> off the mask onto someone's fucking forehead. You were going so... Like, I thought you were going a completely different way with that. And then they touch their forehead, eat something. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And they're done. Like, I feel like masks, if, if anything, obviously it connects to your fucking skin and stuff. Mm. Or like a normal virus. But at the same time, doesn't, I feel like masks make it easier for it to project... This is not backed by science. Like, <laughs> None. This is no scientific backing. But let me just say, don't you think just looking at it mechanically, if COVID sits here and you do something that allows it to push off and go into someone's fucking face or hair or somewhere where they're going to touch, oh. like, All right, well, a little I, more I've risk. got a bit of a counter-argument. If I was pissing and I didn't have pants on and I was facing you and I pissed, it's probably going to hit you but if I've got pants on, I'm pissing on myself. If we've both Depends got pants on... how much on, you need to piss. If we've both got pants on, we're both pissing on ourselves. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> so but also, you need to, to add to that, also counter-argument, but also like in that analogy, <laughs> if you've got a really fucking piss, oh. so like in, in this sense, sneeze or something, you know when you've just got a piss yeah. and it shoots? Yeah. If you piss like that, some of that debris is getting on everyone else. So if you fucking sneeze... Be like, <laughs> Alright, without the mask, it's it's probably a bit safer. But if you've got COVID sitting on your fucking mask... On the outside of it. And you push it off with that ferocity, because sometimes I sneeze and I swear to God I see Jesus. <laughs> I, can, I have sneezed so hard sometimes that I feel my, like my collarbone semi-tear. <laughs> like I have to actually rest like I just went to the gym. Sometimes after sneezing. And if I fucking sneeze onto that, like through the mask, and that COVID comes from the fucking tip of the mask and absolutely fucking skyrockets <laughs> into some kid's ear, they fucking put in their AirPods. The AirPods aren't working. They push that fucking COVID into Nanny's fucking knee. <laughs> Nanny fucking touches her knee, has some fucking peanut butter and jelly for lunch. All of a sudden, she's consumed COVID. Nanny's dead. Say goodbye to Nanny. Oh my god! Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But like... It's like pissing in your pants and walking through the shopping center. You're not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. But at the same time, if you piss, it, it's gonna come through your leg eventually. Oh, 100 percent. It's gonna. That's what I mean. Walk through the shopping center, it drips all over the floor. Mm. Same sort of thing. So, like, and that's what people don't understand that just putting a mask on doesn't make you immune. Mm. Like it's the steps behind it. You know, don't touch. Like, people don't know how to use them properly, so they'll touch this and then touch that yeah, and readjust yeah. it and then go, then wash their hands. And it's too late by then because the outside's fucked. Mm. And then as soon as you pick it up and take it off, and then if you don't wash your hands straight after that, then you wipe yeah, your hands. It's everywhere. Whatever. So yeah. 
That's what I think it is. I don't think it's a mask per se. Yeah. Because I feel like the mask by itself with the correct thing. Sounds like You can probably do it in a way, hygienically, Mm. that limits your risk because all the stuff that can fucking input are covered and also all the things that can output are covered. Mm. But it's, yeah, I think that's what it might be is the fact that people don't understand the, the, the basic concept of the virus of of the virus and also just hygiene and things like bacteria being on things like if you do that and go this it's on the mask no matter what the fuck you do oh yeah if you're wearing gloves as well if you do normal shit with gloves like I've seen people I think the baby put it up early in quarantine he was wearing a glove but he was eating it's like unless you just put those gloves on to eat but why like I I don't think you'd put gloves on to eat. Like, what the fuck? So like, if you just had them on and then you're COVID, that makes sense. No one knows. Like, and that's the thing. Like, who do you look up to to teach you how to use this shit? They put out all this common information, and you look at someone like that, and they're fucking eating a sandwich with the gloves they've just had on for four hours. Honestly, and you've probably like pissed with that. It's just stupidity. It's just yeah. I think, and you see all these like, have you ever? You know how they have like the the signs up around everywhere like go here for more information on COVID. Mm. Have you ever went to one of the websites? No. Only the one where you have to sign your actual That's what phone. I mean. Like, you got to sign in. Yeah. But actually getting information... Why don't you just put the information there? Give us the fucking information. <laughs> don't, don't tell me Stop trying to get, to get fucking sponsorship money. Yeah, get clicks on your website, Get clicks bro. on your website like your fucking Daily Mail. Like <laughs> Spreading the fake news. <laughs> spreading the fucking virus. That's what the government are doing. Like... Literally, why tell me where to get the more info if you just put the other sign underneath that one? Honestly. I've got the info then. There's, at this point, there's no reason not to flood everything with signs if it's that serious. So just give all the info. Like, it's like Gary V. Just give all... Gary, we need Gary V to fucking promote this. Because <laughs> he'll just chat. give all the info out straight away instead of doing links, this, that, the other, <laughs> fucking everywhere. Like, instead of just that, just give us the info. Have a chat with the government. Make it consumable. Fucking make a plan so I can understand what they're talking about. Honestly. Because I don't get it. Because personally, if I put on a mask, I, I probably would not know how to use it in a way that is hygienic. Yeah. Like, I know the basic shit, but it's not even about knowing it because I feel like everyone knows the basic shit in a sense. Yeah. It's the practicing it. Like it's going, And the oh, practicality it. of it. Like, it's not actually practical when you think about it to wear a mask and then walk through a shopping center because... What are you doing? A sho- what are you doing? A shopping center. You know, you touch clothes, you pick things up, oh, you, you eat touch, things, touch like it. you shake people's hands. So, and even if you stop doing all that, all that stuff, like there's, it's the other people around you after that. So, it's like driving a car. As much as you got to worry about what you're doing, you got to worry about what everyone else is yeah. doing around you. It gives you a false sense of security. I think. Yeah, definitely. That's what it might be. That might be the worst thing about it is that it gives you that false sense of security. So, like you said, like, it doesn't make you immune. Mm. Like, these people, some people, I think, obviously not all, generally speaking, use a mask and then think, okay, there's no way I can get it, whatever. And then they, while they're thinking that, they don't fucking think mm. of all these little things they're doing and then boom, done. Well, that's it. Like, that false sense of security takes their mind off actually being hygienic because mm. now they think, I'm good, when you're not good. Yeah, you're fucking bad. You need to Very you need bad. to keep doing everything. <laughs> like yeah, you need to follow all the extra steps there and wash your hand after you touch everything. But as, as I said, it's just not practical. Like mm, wearing a mask. So, well, I think again, I think we said this early on in the um in the pandemic. Like it's just reinforcing basic fucking prim- principles of hygiene. Right. Wash your hands after you do. You learn this shit like, on the day you go to school. Like, yeah. Wash your hands after you shit or pee. Wash them before you eat, after you eat, whatever. Yeah. If you sneeze, like, Put sneeze into your elbow. elbow. Like, I learned this All in kindy, bro. Like, <laughs> and they're putting it on posters around Sydney. Like, But at the same time, once you work a bit in retail, you realise there's people who need this fucking reminder. There are some simple Majority, people. to be honest. Like, you feel like the majority would get it, but the majority don't. Yeah. Like, they're the, they're, the majority coming into the stores don't care, and then... You know, I know people They're the ones that- who pass it on, bro. They're the, they're the risky ones because they're just the non-caring. They're mm. the carriers. You know what I mean? Well, I've had like... I know people that have been questioned who work in retail and then they've had people come up to them and ask them 
about why they're wearing a mask and you know no one else is wearing a mask in the store so why would you wear a mask mm. it's like well no one else might have asthma for say or no one else here might live with their grandma or go home and see their pop or whoever it is like so they're just creating this stigma and literally calling people out now about it individually not even like as a company like that Karen chick or whatever um, from Melbourne I think yeah, yeah, yeah. like this is literally attack on individuals saying why are you wearing it if it's not enforced and mandatory because mm. I think it creates a, a sense of fear in them and they question themselves and go oh should I be wearing a mask or mm. you know you don't need a mask you know you're creating fear and all that. so there's just so <laughs> many like ways they're trying to, to tell themselves like they're trying to convince themselves you don't need it yeah like by yelling at other people like you don't need it it's like all right but are you going home to anyone no you live by yourself yeah I've got a fucking asthmatic, you know, asthmatic brother. I've got one lung. My fucking pop has smoked his left lung away. <laughs> he has no left lung. If he gets his fucking disease, he's done. Because the other right one, there's none left. There's no, <laughs> there's no functioning heart for this man to continue. So, yeah, I think there should be no stigma. Do what you want at the end of the day. If you get it, you, the whole fucking, the whole like motto of coronavirus should be you reap what you sow if you're going to be unhygienic and go run around and do this that the other you're probably going to get covid if not you're going to carry it to someone who is more susceptible and or even just you're going to have to carry the guilt of carrying it to someone you don't even know Mm. you might even subconscious uh, unconsciously fucking put someone in a bad position because of it Mm. but at the same time if you're going to be extra like you just reap what you sow at the end of the day with coronavirus, yeah, the, I However think, you I think in in relation to that as well, I think it go, same goes for even the government with the same thing. Like the way that they've handled the situation, especially in Vic, is very poor. So they've had a poor response to it. Like mm. by when it all first started, and they link it all back to the security company. I don't know if that's the whole reason it blew up again, but they reckon it was literally linked to this third party security company who they brought in to manage the hotels with the um, police and army, and that. You know, he slept around the hotel and whatever. That's how it all spread. So, it goes. You mean like people were fucking? Like the security guards were fucking in the hotel. That's how they think. That's how they believe that this current outbreak. That's how it happened. They're blaming like the security. Like the seconds were fucking each other. The seconds were fucking the the um, people staying in the hotels. Oh shit! So and then they'll just go and fuck another person in the same hotel, and it just spread around. Like, (laughs) so humans are fucked. We just we can't have. Nice things. Like everyone's just having sex. <laughs> Sit down, you fucking Stop animal. Fucking. <laughs> for seven day, for fourteen quarantine days, don't fuck. Just Get stay their in number. The room, call them after. Fuck at their house when they don't have COVID. Oh, it was and yeah. So the government, like the Victorian government, outsourced this third party for whatever. I believe it was because I don't think they have enough staff on the police. But now they've realised that they had to ask for help. If that was a situation originally, and you've getting these third-party security teams in who fucking have no idea like bro they're just at the end of the day they're just there to get the paycheck like it's any job to them half of them are probably rsa marshals from the gi honestly because they they wouldn't know how to you know actually protect and secure a location sort of thing like they walk around and see what's going on Hmm. so that's where it comes down to like and that's what i was just saying about you reap what you sow the victorian government didn't put the effort into the strategy prior Hmm. and now they're suffering for it They've been very reactive, I think. Yeah, and that's like where the issue Once a situation lies. happens, they fucking react to it instead mm, of like being, being proactive. proactive. Like, uh, if we get a shit <clears throat> third-party company to security uh, secure this, mm. they probably knew beforehand. Like, it's probably not going to be as efficient as if we had like a police force or um, something like even like a high-tech kind of full-blown fucking five-star. You got to cost uh, it's going to cost a bit more, but like a really good security firm. Yeah, yeah. But I think not fucking like they would knew that, but then they just looked at the books and they're probably just like can't well, do it. That's it. They would have done what they could afford, and but yeah, it's well, just can afford. it's just funny to think like that. It was like that um, comment that you made about you reap what you sow. That it was it relates literally to the whole situation. That's what I mean. Like as from the public looking after themselves and looking after each other through hygiene and whatnot to the government just not being proactive as you said yeah I think Victoria deserve right now Victoria deserve the uh, the 
like the criticism yeah because they had been horse shit like this second outbreak mm. it should never have happened it shouldn't happen so but I think like places like New South Wales I think we've done well like I think everyone's so fearful of a second wave mm. that they're under they're forgetting the fact that we're only getting and when I say only I'm talking about like a place where we've probably got what 10 million maybe or 5 million 7 million in New South Wales oh, I can't yeah. I'm not sure some honest. some amounts of million it'd be around like, that yeah we're getting max 23 I mean, it's like 20, days. I think it's 22 million in Australia. So, like, it makes no, sense. No, I think we're up to 25, bro. Bullshit. Yeah. And a lot of that would be in New South Wales, specifically Sydney. Mm. Like... Vic. I think <laughs> Victoria. In them well, towers, guys. With the security guards just fucking... Oh, bro. The population's just going through the roof. Yeah, there's probably going to be... There's going to be, um, you know, that baby, baby boomers. boomers. <laughs> there's going to be pandemic boomers, bro. These fucking babies are going to be coming out of this pandemic like no tomorrow. I've had enough of the boomers, cuz. Honestly. Look, okay, the, boomer. the boomers are the... Re- like, boomers are in charge at the moment. They're the ones running the government. Well, Yeah. They are, because what are they? When were they born? They were born after the Second War? Yeah. Was after, it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. When everyone just came back and were just fucking on like rabbits. Mm. Like those men would have come back fucking victorious. Oh, pumped they would have been fucking... Horny as fuck. Oh. And then wives, those wives, they would have been at home like three, four, six years at By most, themselves. Just cooking dinner. Looking after the kids. Especially living, in the times living that they in live the in. Living in the depression, living in poverty, like yeah, at like, that time. War-torn Britain or like... They would have been so fucking <laughs> horny that as soon as their men came in that... I can see why they had like seven kids. Like a lot of these fucking... Oh. The population just blew. Every chance they got. Because these men would have been fucking chiseled men too. Oh. Because they just come back from fucking serving a... They seem some the country. shit, cousin. Their jaws seem some shit. Oh, and that P- they would have been suppressing that PTSD as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking. Like, any time they get a glimpse of PTSD... Gone. Darlene! Come up, let's fuck! Darlene? Fuck, get shattered in the room. Fucking, what names would have been around back then? I couldn't even fucking tell you, to be honest. Darlene. Gloria is still around, but I feel like it was around back then. <laughs> Cause I don't know where the fuck you pulled these from. Clarence. What else? Clarence. Clarence would have been a black name, 100%. You reckon? Meredith. Oh, fuck, I hate that name. Bro. I hate that name too. That just reminds me of a library lady. Just gave me the shits, bro. Fuck, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the boomers are controlling the country now. Then who we got after that? We got fucking Gen Z. I don't, I don't know, bro. What Gen are we, cuz? I have no idea. Every All time I know, someone talks about that shit, I'm like, cuz, I was born in the 90s. What are we the millenni- fuck do you want No, from millennials me? are like 2000 on. Yeah. We must be said then. The only places I know are places that aren't don't start with gen. Uh, not places, generations. Like yeah, yeah. Baby like boomers. X, y, Z or whatever it is. I don't know what the fuck they are. Like X, Y, nah, Z. Nah, neither. All I know is baby boomers and millennials. I think we fit in there somewhere. Not not boomers and we're not millennials. Let's <laughs> yeah. fuck it somewhere, somewhere. in the middle there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, back again. Um, like, like Rick Ross. After... Um, like Jordan after his baseball stint. Hey, that's fucking better than I. I, I, I didn't know where I, I was going with Rick Ross. So I just had to throw it in. I don't even know like, <laughs> what Rick Ross has been through as an individual. <laughs> I, I just know I some of you his might songs. have said a song, but I was like, I don't even know a song that says back again. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see. But um, wrapping it up before we do, got some um, big announcement. I think we we did have some exciting news. You would have seen him in the uh, in the background last week, sitting there looking gorgeous. But um, <clears throat> shirts will be available for pre-order probably <clears throat> sorry, by the God. time you watch this. By the time you watch this, um, if not very shortly after. Uh, look, we we want to emphasize the pre-order, so don't don't come and fucking swing at us. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't got it in a week and you're wondering why, they'll probably get sent out within a week. You'll get them within a week, week and a half, two weeks max, depending on when we pick up the shirts. Um, and dis- dispatch of them so yeah you can for you to see them and very get your hands on them yeah and be quick very limited stock yeah um, this first drop we've only got 30 drop. shirts yeah it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a madness but That's yeah get your uh, pre-order in your size <clears throat> and uh, I think this has been another week of Hustler Daily uh, I think we had a very good chat last week with uh, good mate Thrill Boy, Thrill Boy. I think 
lots of uh, good moments to come out of that and just good chats. Mm. We've got a few more guests coming up for you as well that we're lining up, so Mm -hmm. stay tuned. Keep keep watching because it's only going up from here and we'd love to... Love to say you were one of the first people to see it, the Hustler Boys when we get that Joe Rogan uh, deal. <laughs> Spotify deal. That 100 milli. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you there. See you there. Wow. All right, that's another week, boys. Catch ya.